And this is actually one of the reasons why black businesses can't scale, because we are wearing all these hats, thinking that we could be a master of it all. And I'm not saying that we can't, but it's now time to lift off now. It's not now. efficient. Not efficient, not productive. And it's actually holding you back from scaling and being a multimillionaire. So when we look at artificial intelligence, how can it help? It can help with everything. Welcome back to another episode of the Black is the New Rich podcast. I am your host, Corey Cash. And today we have a very special guest. And we're going to talk about a topic that is honestly taking over headlines. If you haven't heard about G a chat GPT, I do not know what you're doing. Artificial intelligence is taking over, but I do not want to keep on talking. Can you please introduce yourself? Absolutely. Again, thank you so much for having me, Corey. Um, honestly, this is such a, a blessed movement that you're on. So thank you. Um, it's a lot heavy lifting that you're doing but i appreciate it because it's all for the the culture so thank you um, my name is edwina mckinnon if this is the first time you're hearing my voice um, i am the founder and the exec behind move her forward which is a podcast that's focused on empowering women i'm also a senior business executive uh, where i really focus on insurance and insure tech and anything tech related um, <laughs> i'm definitely there um, I've been working for, I don't want to expose my age, but about 20 years. Um, so I have uh, definitely a track record for success. And um, my, ment my mental state is always like, how do I pay it forward um, to not just myself, but to many generations after me. So I'm definitely excited to be here. I'm really happy to be able to drop some knowledge for mm -hmm. your listeners mm -hmm. and just really looking to move everyone forward. Um, I also want to talk about something that I'm going to be releasing in the summer, which is called Future IQ. Um, it's a business that's going to be uh, dedicated to digitalization and mm -hmm. allowing small businesses to be able to transform and keep up to the times being digital yeah we need that yeah so definitely going to be a revolution on itself so allowing people that don't have accessibility to um like ai tools mm -hmm. and the solution around digitalization to now be able to access it at an affordable rate so really excited about that okay amazing well congratulations first of all thank you so Artificial intelligence, <laughs> it's its taking over headlines. But before we talk about exactly what's going on right now, can you tell me like your lead up to being interested in, in artificial intelligence? Absolutely. Actually, there was a, a startup that I worked for about a few years ago that was focused on technology and uh, the adoption of new technology and something that we kept talking about was artificial intelligence. And at that time, this was like, probably back in 2020, mm -hmm. I didn't really understand what the dynamics mm -hmm. and ramification it is until I actually started working in it and mm -hmm. started making me realize that there's something that was happening. There was a shift that was taking place. And so worked within it uh, to the point where um, I was able to actually automate my whole role um, to, wow. where, to the point where the company actually just didn't need me. So automated my whole role. And then I started to really take a deep dive into technology and just became really passionate and um, fascinated about artificial intelligence. And the reason why it really kind of um, got me a lot really passionate is because, especially for the black community, we're never really at the beginning yes of we have something. an opportunity now absolutely so we're at the beginning of something massive and if we look through um you know just how culture and, and and just how time is we were always kind of the ones left behind and left in the dark so i was like why not mm -hmm. um why not be at the forefront of something that is gonna you know shift the way that we and we'll talk about this shift the way that we do things um, just on a whole. So I was really excited about it. Um, there wasn't a lot of black females, you know, working in this space at, even at that time. So I was just really excited to just kind of learn about it. So I took many courses, uh, I, you know, I partnered with um, different platforms from Udemy, Coursera, um, with Stanford University, just to really get an understanding of more about the education of it. Because like I said, um, it's a revolution mm -hmm. and the revolution is artificial intelligence. So mm -hmm. that's what kind of, uh, kind of sparked my interest. And also I have a son, he's nine years old. And I always talk about this, you know, when I look at when he is my age, how work is going to be, 
um, you know, how entrepreneurship is going to be very different. I, it's going to be very different. So I wanted to make sure that I was prepared to be able to prepare him for mm. what's next. So I, I'm a visionary. I'm always thinking about five, 10 years from now, 20 years, 30 years. So I, the more that I know is the more that I can give to my son, which is the next generation. Right. So um, I just kind of really wanted to make sure that I had the knowledge and I may not know everything, but at least I, if I know something that I can give to him, that will help him prepare for the workforce. So mm. that's kind of what sparked my interest. Did you know that the black dollar leaves the community within six minutes? That's why we are excited to introduce the new Black is the New Rich app designed for the black community to be more intentional about where we spend our dollar. The directory consists of mostly financial services like real estate agents, financial advisors, tax consultants, mortgage agents, videographers, photographers, and many more. With our app, you can easily find and connect with quality services that are owned by black entrepreneurs. And to ensure the integrity of the service on our app, all directory members are held accountable if they receive multiple bad reviews. Our mission is to circulate the dollar and provide quality services to our community. Download the Black is the New Rich app today and start investing in your community. Amazing, amazing. So for the people, like this is the first time that we're actually talking about artificial intelligence on the show. So for the people that don't know, maybe they don't know what's going on. It's hard to not know what's going on. Can you break it down in simple forms? What is artificial intelligence and what is all this hoopla? What is this all about? Absolutely. So first off, I'm going to say this again. Uh, we're in a revolution and the revolution is artificial intelligence. So for those that may not know what it is, that's fair. Um, it's really where you're taking uh, machines and computers that are doing the things of what humans could do, what the human brain can do, whether that be tasks, send in an email, and we'll take a deeper dive into these particular things, but that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. um, artificial intelligence I know when we think about it, it's like, wow, this new concept, but mm -hmm. it's actually been around for many yeah. decades. And for those that's been tapping into technology, know that this is not something new. Um, and I'll give you an example of what that looks like. So if you look at um, Siri, Alexa, um, these are all examples of artificial intelligence. Even if you pick up your smartphone and you actually start just swiping the screen, that's artificial intelligence all the way down to face recognition. That's artificial intelligence. So, um, like I said, it's been around for many, many decades. Um, it, and it's really been kind of set to a certain specific group mm -hmm. of people and individuals. So it's now kind of being enlightened to the public. And I'll shift into that in a moment. But um, just to give it a little bit more insight, even when you go into Instagram, TikTok, all of these social media platforms, Netflix, when you open up these particular apps, it's actually collecting data and the data that you're feeding it. So when you actually go into Instagram and you start watching particular type of content, if you notice it starts to push more content to you that's more related, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you know, you were looking at how to make bread i'm giving an example and then now you you log back in the next day and now there's like 10 videos on how to make bread so that's artificial intelligence right behind the scenes um and for those that love netflix and amazon when you go on these particular apps it's collecting all this data and then it's actually recommending right um recommending what you should buy recommending what you should watch right and you almost get hooked into it because again the data that you're feeding it it's like it starts to learn it's catering to you yes mm -hmm. it's, and it starts to learn who you are yes right so that's artificial intelligence on a whole now let's talk about okay what's caused this whole disruption yes um because you know artificial intelligence like i said it's now being offered to the public and that's where things are changing, where we're looking at artificial general intelligence, where we're looking at the computer now being able to reason and to allow prediction. So ChatGPT has never been a thing ever. In my whole life, my lifespan, I've never seen a technology like this. So this is why there's a hype now. And it's warranted because like I said, if we look back five, 10, 20 years, I came from a generation where I had to go to the library yeah, same. <laughs> and open a book and actually go through to find information. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if everybody remembers that time. Mm -hmm. So now we're in a time fast forward now where I can jump on a software, an interface, type in a question and get an answer right away. So technology is it moving at a fast pace? Not necessarily, because in other countries, 
um, they've adopted this technology even already. already. Okay. Sorry, not to cut you off. Absolutely. So what I understand about something like ChatGPT, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people um, are, f- are afraid because mm-hmm. they think that it kind of, it knows what it's talking about. But from my understanding, it's a language model yes. that puts words to familiar words together, which is a little bit different. Yes. Yeah, so it's actually been trained off of, uh, you know, a lot of data. Yes. Um, so it's actually trained this model um, off of conversations, off of how humans actually talk on many different subjects. Um, so if that's why you can actually prompt it mm-hmm. to actually say, okay, like, could you help me build a business? And it's able to actually give you um, different types of perspectives on how to build this business because it's been trained on all of this data. So it's like it's like you're talking to, and I train on this all the time, it's like you're talking to a really smart friend. Yes, yes. That has that, all the answers. That has all the answers. <laughs> at any time, 24 seven, and actually starts to learn how you interact. Um, It starts to learn your personality. So even though it's been trained on previous data, it's actually still being trained now on how you interact with it. So it's actually training as we're using it. So it's pretty cool. But I just wanted to go back to this point is that um, ChatGPT, it's a revolution because we've the public you know, has never had access to this like this before. So it's definitely disrupting a lot of spaces. It's disrupting a lot of industries. Um, There's actually um, a really well-known expert. His name is Andrew Ng. And he actually says that artificial intelligence is actually the new electricity. Wow. So what that means, if we actually think about electricity when it came into play, electricity... People were like, nah, what is this? This, 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 this? That can't take over steam. So a lot of manufacturers didn't even know how to adopt to electricity. But electricity, and the reason why he said that artificial is the new electricity, is because it's going to actually transform humans, the way that humans actually work, the way that life happens, the way that you actually meet your spouse, your future spouse. Like It's going to transform also many industries from finance to trans- transformation, um, Uh, sorry, transportation to, you know, you name it, even how you go to see a doctor, it's transforming everything. And I actually laugh about this because I remember, you know, when humans went to the moon Mm -hmm. and it was like a huge thing. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, we went to the moon. It was really an exciting moment in time for humans. But this is actually a big, huge thing for humans right now. Mm -hmm. And when I actually reflect back on humans going to the moon, all I see is a picture. Yeah. So yeah, it actually really didn't yeah. really affect my life. Because yeah, that you had to use your imagination for everything. Did you go to the moon? <laughs> no, no. I didn't go to the moon either. No, but no. It, again, for human race, it was something that was unprecedented. But we're in a time now. I just want everybody to just like just to kind of lock in with me. Yeah. We're in a time right now where we're going to the moon. Physically, like we yeah. are going to the moon right now. And actually, that's something that one of my my hashtags and slogans like we're, we're lifting off right now. We're going to the moon because that's exactly what's happening to the human race right now. And for those that have been sleeping, now is a good time to wake up, listen to this, this episode and start to learn more about artificial intelligence because it's going to affect us on a greater scale than going to the moon mm-hmm. because everyone in every industry is going to be affected by this. Jeez. So, I was reading a headline and it stated in the next 10 years, 300 million jobs will be either lost or changed. What do you feel about that? Absolutely. So <laughs> this is going to be, this is, I mean, this is, this is a heated conversation we're going to have here because some may, may agree and some may not, mm-hmm. but the workforce right now, the nature of work, how we work is going to be revolutionized. And we're in a renaissance of that taking place. And I always say like, you know, um, when I actually worked for a lot of different organizations, they were like, oh, we can't do that. The computers can't do this. So they hmm. put a lot of limitations on these particular software and computers. But the way that work is going to be shifted, and I actually want to talk about technology. So we have our phones, right? We got yes. excited about the iPhone. We got excited about the internet. Remember when the internet came in in 2000, everybody's like, oh, it's going to cr- crash all our computers. That, that's not the technology we're dealing with. We're dealing with where it can actually eliminate yes. jobs. Yes. And Google, Apple, all of these big... They're threatened right now. Not threatened. They actually p- froze 
um, the job market right now. They're not hiring anyone. Mm. Mass layoffs is taking place across all of these tech companies. This is an indication of what's happening to the job market. I was actually working for three different tech companies laid off because I automated my role every single time. So I'm just like saying like, you know, the media will scare you and the media will actually distract you from things that don't really matter to the technology that's coming actually right now. So it's very important not to be scared of it because if you actually jump ahead of it and start to learn about the curve that's taking place, you won't get left behind. And I go back to the electricity concept. When the electricity came out, a lot of manufacturers like, no, we're not gonna embrace it, we're gonna stick to steam. Mm -hmm. Where are they now? (laughs) Closed, Mm -hmm. right? So I I urge everyone that's listening to this conversation is to take heed now, don't be scared of this technology. Now's a great time to double down and learn it. 100%. um, Because if you learn it, you're not gonna be with that 300 million that's getting um, cut Mm -hmm. and now like, what's going on? All of a sudden they're saying God's coming back (laughs) because they weren't prepared for it. So this is not God coming back. This is that, you know, baby step. So it's actually preparing. It's a shift. It's a shift that's happening. So yeah, there's articles going around saying 300. Actually, I think there was one that came out and said within 24 months that we're looking at a million jobs being, um, you know, replaced. So this is, this is something in my lifetime. And this is probably going to be something epic for the next 50 years for humans. Um, because like I said, it's not just like the internet came and it shuffled things, but now this is actually going in and saying, we can replace, we can replace your job. Mm -hmm. And I actually said this to somebody the other day because we had a back and forth about it. I said, you know, it was a lawyer and I said, you know, it can actually replace your job. The person said, no, it's just going to replace like, you know, the the lower white collar (laughs) jobs. Uh, Think again. (laughs) I can go on ChatGPT right now and I can actually prompt it to be my legal my legal go-to, my legal go-to friend. So why do why is there going to be a need for me to actually sit down with a lawyer when I can actually leverage ChatGPT and different platforms and AI platforms to help me with legal documents? Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually go on ChatGPT, and this is how great we're actually. This is like the technology that we're moving into, which is ASI, um, artificial super intelligence. What is that? Um, that's actually where it's going to be smarter than humans. Okay. Wow. So that's where we're going. They're mm-hmm. saying by 2030, 2060, 60, that we're going to be into a place where uh, artificial intelligence is going to be so smart. It's actually going to be smarter, better, and and just more efficient, more efficient mm-hmm. than humans. And you know when you actually call into customer service right now and you get that AI bot that gets on the phone yeah, and you're just yeah. so frustrated. You're just like, oh man, it's not it's not hearing me. Yeah. Fast forward to 2030, you're going to actually pray to God that you get an AI bot at that time because it's going to be so able to communicate with you Mm -hmm. faster than a human. When you actually look at a human that actually works at customer service, they are dealing with so much emotions. Yes. They're waking up. They're grumpy. Some of them don't don't even want to work. Some of them don't like their job. Everything's biased. Right? Mm -hmm. So imagine now getting to a point where you're like, oh, are you human? Oh, don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to AI. I want to talk to an AI bot Mm -hmm. because- we're not dealing with, I don't care about your emotion now, yeah. I'm dealing with somebody that can understand what I'm saying. Just your problem. But here's the thing, let me play God's advocate for a Absolutely. second. Absolutely. I said this, um, when AI takes off and when it becomes completely normal and everybody's using it, everyone knows how to use it, I thought like, just for example, like you see how you have like the organic fruits and organic, um, like the vegan movement, I feel like organic human behavior for businesses will almost be a thing for the people that want to deal with humans. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, no, there's always going to be, um, a, like if we look at specific generations, right? Those that came from paper and pen, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to sign legal documents, they believe that you have to go face to face and get that, that physical signature. Now we have uh, DocuSign, right? Yeah, that can yeah. do that. So. Um, you know, there. I'm not saying it's gonna wipe out everything. You know, I'm actually saying that when we get <laughs> when we get to a certain point in yeah. life, it, it's gonna be very different. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually so if we look at the iPhone, um, it's gone through many software updates. There was an iPhone one at one point. Yeah. We're at ChatGPT three. Yeah, in um, in a matter of how many months? Like sixty months. Yeah, that's crazy, right? So just imagine when we get to ChatGPT a hundred. Yeah, we're not gonna be sitting here talking about the people that want to do human interaction. Fair, fair, right? fair. Because I'm just being honest, like even Elon Musk talked about it and actually there was- there He was wants a, to slow it down. Yeah, he wants to slow it down. 
Um, he's excited about what's happening, but he actually foresaw the future. Um, he said that regulation needs to happen. Hmm. And this is why we have the public scared right now, because regulation is not a thing right now for artificial intelligence. Um, people can actually go into, I know they've locked it down now, but when it first came out, you can actually go into it and say, how do I build a bomb? Mm. Right? So these are things that are happening. But to go back to your point is like, yes, people, there is going to be a group of people that will believe that, you know, um, they don't want to let go of what they're used to. Fair. And that's a respectable thing, right? I I actually still believe that human interaction is really needed. When we look at the pandemic, when that happened, it isolated humans. Humans were not meant to be locked up in homes and exactly. isolated. We were actually meant to actually be a community of people. So I still believe that human interaction is very important. However, there is going to be major shifts with human, with the human race, with the economy, um, and like, actually, I was driving here and talking to somebody about crypto and they were asking me, what do I think about cryptocurrency? Mm -hmm. This is not the same level. I just mm -hmm. want to make sure we understand mm -hmm. cryptocurrency is changing the financial market space. Mm -hmm. Artificial intelligence is changing <laughs> many industries <laughs> and, and humans, period, the human race. Right. So. Like I said, we're going to the moon and I'm excited about it. So I think everybody should be excited. And when I speak to a particular um, generation, they're so afraid of it. They start saying this is the apocalypse or, or this is something that's coming to take mm -hmm. or wipe out humans. But I don't really believe that. I believe that at one point, because um, we're in Canada, um, they're going to regulate it and they're going to allow it to be safe for us to be able to to use it in a, in a to our benefit absolutely mm -hmm. so yeah amazing <clears throat> so i do want to ask you quickly what do you think are the what top jobs are 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 being threatened right now all of them <laughs> <laughs> no, and is there anyone particular uh, yeah that i'm gonna yeah so definitely I, I guess let's talk about a few ones that come to my mind right away um so i think i'll look at customer service yeah um you know, customer service is going to be radically changed within the next 12 to 24 months. And a lot of organizations, they are actually building out their AI teams as we speak. And some have already built them out years ago for uh, for getting ready to lift off right now. Jeez. So there's going to come a time where you're going to show up to work and they're going to say that your services are no longer needed because they have trained an AI bot to replace you. While you're taking those calls right now, they have an AI team that is training them off of all your emotions. Every interaction. Every interaction. <laughs> and it's not just like one interaction, they're doing it off of like billions of interaction. So at one point, customer service is gonna, is definitely wiped out. Wiped out. I, I definitely, I definitely 100% agree. So what do you do now? Now is a great time to start to learn on how you can actually repurpose your skill sets. Mm -hmm. If you think that you can rely on the skills that you have now, in the job market that's to come, you are completely wrong. 100%. Um, and I'm gonna talk about managers as well. Okay. Because managers think that they're off limits as well. You are not off limits, your job is gonna be replaced because they have um, systems and softwares and machines right now that can actually, so let's just, I'm just gonna take a step back. So if customer service jobs are gonna be out, where does that leave managers? What are mm. you managing? Yeah, exactly. And I actually know, well, yeah. right? I actually know people right now within my circle that they've actually shifted their management position, either demoted them or shifted them to a different um, task to do mm -hmm. because they're no longer needed. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these large banks, and I'm just gonna talk about it because I went to an event and I was just really shocked. All these banks, these big larger banks are getting ready to shift gears with customer service and management these particular roles because they have trained um, different sort, sort of uh, machines to learn how to speak to customers. And actually 2017, I think it's 2016 or 2017, Google actually came out with a new personal assistant and it actually provided as an example, it actually called a salon to book an appointment for its client. Wow. And when you actually listen to the interaction, it sounded like it was a human. Wow. Google has been holding on to this from 2016, 2017. I heard Google has something where they only can, they only need to hear three seconds of your voice. Absolutely. To have a full conversation. Yeah. So there's even something called uh, deep fake. Yeah, um, deep fake. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming out right now where, you know, you can build um, the most beautiful woman. You can build, and these are all fake. You can build the most, um, intellectual 
uh, man, right? Because a lot of Toronto, we talk about <laughs> Toronto guys. So you can actually, <laughs> no shade there, but you can actually build whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like I said, it's like really changing the game. Um, even if we look at entertainment too, um, you know, there's like, the, and everybody, if you've been hiding in a ruck, I don't know how you're not hearing about this, but um, you know, there's a ghostwriter out there that's actually Doing coming songs. up with AI songs. Drake. And it's fire. And it's good songs. Yeah, it's fire. I heard it, I'm like, wait a second. Drake, uh, it actually makes me look at it like, Drake, what have you been doing? Because <laughs> this is fire, yeah, right? It's the, fire. So it, it's like, you got to really think about the shift that's coming. Um, so you, go, going back to your point, what jobs are going to be replaced? So that definitely. Customer um, service management. Absolutely. And I'm going to shift into healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time when I actually went to a doctor and I was misdiagnosed and, um, I always like think back to it and that actually what's, I I started researching healthcare. There's a lot of people right now being misdiagnosed because one doctors are under a lot of pressure. Hospitals are actually overstaffed right now, understaffed right now. Um, there's just a lot of pressure going on. Even if we look at the pandemic, hospitals couldn't even hold people. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a coming time. And I know for sure, um, actually just went to a summit that spoke about this, where it can detect breast cancer before it even build in your system. Wow. So that's the type of artificial intelligence that they're building that they're actually seeing like 99%. You'll never be misdiagnosed. You'll be able to actually, instead of going to physician, you'll be able to just have your body scanned and it actually picks up things based off of data. So let's going back to like originally what I said, why is there such a craze? It's because now machines and computers, prediction, reasoning. It's 100%. 100% now. Mm-hmm. It's been trained off of billions of data. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna be in a point now where do you wanna go to a physician mm-hmm. where you can possibly get misdiagnosed? Or do you wanna go to an artificial intelligence where they can actually scan your body and say, stop eating donuts every morning because you actually will get diabetes in five years. This is legit things that's actually being discovered and created right now. Um, There's been a a plug of billions of dollars into artificial intelligence because this is where we're going. This is the direction we're going in. Wow, 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 wow. So when it comes to artificial intelligence and small businesses, Ontario is come uh, is ninety eight percent small businesses. So how can we use AI to benefit our businesses? Absolutely. So can we talk about the Black community? Yes. yes okay, let's talk yes, about it. Yes. So right now there's a lot of black of uh, black um, professionals, entrepreneurs that have some amazing ideas, um, but the execution is where we're kind of limited. Um, and I actually coach entrepreneurs right now in small businesses. And what I'm noticing, there's a lot of individuals that are working in the business and not on the business. Elaborate so, that. Yeah. So what that means is when I'm coming to coach some small business clients that are especially black owners, they're the ones that are wearing all these hats, marketing, branding, sending emails, customer support, making the product. Honestly, that sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's everybody. Let's be honest, because sometimes the blueprint's not there, right? So Mm -hmm. it's a juggling act. And this is actually one of the reasons why black businesses can't scale, because we are wearing all these hats, thinking that we could be a master of it all. And I'm not saying that we can't, but it's now time to lift off now. Not efficient, not productive. And it's actually holding you back from scaling and being a multimillionaire. So when we look at artificial intelligence, how can it help? It can help with everything. It can be a person, a virtual personal assistant. And we'll talk about agent GPT at one point. Yes. Um, but it can also help you uh, by creating like a chat bot. Mm-hmm. When you have clients coming in or customers coming in and asking about your service, instead of you actually being there saying the same mundane thing over and over again, selling yourself, mm-hmm. selling your product or your service, you can actually have a chat bot. And that's actually what my business is going to be doing. Future IQ is it's going to be building chat bots Amazing. for small businesses so that they don't actually have to be there um, to get the money. Mm-hmm. Right. They can have people come to and talk with their chatbot and it feels like a human and it actually feels like them. You can train Jeez. it all around your personality. Mm-hmm. So that's something else that we can, um, you know, definitely leverage artificial intelligence. And I want to also talk about this accounting. Um, this is actually something that's really missed within um, black small businesses. They're not looking at accounting. They're not looking at how much money they're making. They're not looking at how much money they're spending. And they have no idea what's going on financially in their business. So that's another thing that you can leverage with artificial intelligence. It can actually create a whole um, beautiful Excel sheet showing wow. you 
Um, every time you spend something, it goes right into the Excel sheet automatically through a software where you could actually start to um, have the artificial intelligence email you, hey, did you know that you're losing business by 40%? So we can actually start to bring up these facts within your business. But I do wanna go back to the point, we have too much people working in the business and not on it. So how do you scale a business when you're actually doing everything? Mm -hmm. It's hard. So the black community cannot afford to hire talent because we don't have a lot of funding coming into these businesses. So how do we make this happen? Through artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Having a virtual assistant that, what is it? A subscription of $10 a month? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause the Netflix subscription <laughs> and start putting your money into things that's going to actually build up your businesses. So that's something that I truly believe that, you know, there's definitely pros and cons, but the biggest pro that you can look at is you can have and leverage this technology and it, you're, it's accessible. Mm -hmm. It's all there. Mm -hmm. So instead of being afraid of it and being like, no, and I literally had somebody say this, no, I need to talk to my customers. It's like, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. You need to work on sales and what you're good at, mm -hmm. right? And start to start to work on revenue, getting new clients and things like that. You don't need to be there sending out an email. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be there. Yeah, because even uh, I've start, I think I'm, I, I'm, I've adopted uh, artificial intelligence within my own business. I've started using ChatGPT for my email list. Okay. Um, there's a, <clears throat> another program that came out two days ago. It edits podcasts for you. Okay. It's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It's about, it, it like, it cuts, you still have to do work, but right. it cuts about uh, at least an hour and a half of time. Right. Uh, so that works as well. But um, I think you made a great point about, you know, we don't have the funding to hire this person, that person. And so we need to be um, looking into artificial intelligence to be doing certain roles so we can scale. Because I think that's even, and I can be very vulnerable and honest, that's my biggest problem right now. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of businesses' big problem, right? Because, um, you know, we don't have the blueprint. Some of us are just figuring it out as we go. But something that I will always say is technology is there. Um, if the the if you start to look at your habits, if you can create at least an hour in your day to start learning about technology and how you can leverage it, instead of doing the same thing, expecting over different results. Fair, fair, fair. Right? Because sometimes I used to be like that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the same thing every year. <laughs> fair, fair. Right? Because I said it to myself, I want to be a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. But if I'm doing the same thing it's since 20... Since, <laughs> since 2003, how, how am I going to be a multimillionaire? So this is how we need to step it up. And I actually was talking to somebody who said artificial intelligence. Oh, I'm, I'm not tech. I'm not in tech. You don't need to be in tech. Mm -hmm. This is not a tech thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. This is a revolution. It's a paradigm shift. It's a renaissance that's taking place right now. And if you're not on this wave, mm -hmm. you're going to be left behind. And we have equal or well, as equal as possible playing field. Uh, to an extent, to right? An extent. Yeah, I, I do. I do feel like now is a great time um, for especially blacks to get involved because a lot of the software that's being created, a lot of these machines, these uh, smart gadgets that we have, it's actually being created by the opposite culture. Like, you know, sure. if I can say it's being created by whites. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, this actually I went to a study the other day and uh, the self-driving car actually couldn't recognize a black person crossing the street. Interesting. So when we talk about biased, mm -hmm. a lot of these algorithms and complex data is all being orchestrated around a certain particular person, how they look. So we need more black people. To be in these spaces. Absolutely. We need more black creators to be creating these softwares. Absolutely. Because we can't just have one person at the table. And this is how it goes back to slavery and things like that. We need more black people at the table. This is not just a tech thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, you know, um, the internet. This is something that's going to change the game for humans, period. So get to why not get to the table first? Mm -hmm. We're at the beginning. Fair. Right. Like I said, this is ChatGPT3. Mm -hmm. ChatGPT100 is going to be here. But we're at the beginning of going to the moon. Why wouldn't you want to get on a bus? Why wouldn't you want to get on that <laughs> bus to be on that? You know, like it's just for me, we got to change no things up. It's a no brainer. Artificial intelligence is where it's definitely where it's at. Um, like I said, there's a lot of pros and cons. Um, but we have an uh, we have an ability to produce a lot of millionaires right now. There's really no excuse. And. 
information is at our fingertips. As I sit with you right now, I can go on ChatGPT and curate uh, even my whole script here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Literally, so literally. I'm just saying, like, but like we had some excuses before, but we have no excuses right now. We have access to technology where we can actually go online. You want to write a book? Like this. Like Come this. On. What's yeah. our excuses? Procrastination? Yeah, like this. Imposter syndrome? It, the mindset is what what we're trying we're, we're battling it's ourselves that we're battling mm-hmm. because right now there's no excuses if you want to build a million dollar business you can go on ChatGPT right now and you can go on agent gpt mm-hmm. and you can start to build out a trillion dollar business it actually does it all for you wow. and it gives you the steps you can even prompt it okay give me the steps be a subject matter expert in this field and and show me exactly the next steps what i need to do to be a millionaire mm-hmm. like th- like i said there's just really no excuses now so can we talk about some basic tools like we i know we've been talking a lot about the chat gpt and you just mentioned agent gpt which i briefly uh started using maybe a couple days ago and i've tr- i've uh tried out mid journey as well can you talk about some bra- basic tools that we can start to use now now okay so i actually because i know there's chat gpt and things that we've already heard yeah so i want to talk about things that is not really in the public yeah, absolutely and um this is stuff that i actually use so i'm going to talk about uh perplexity okay um so this is actually where because i actually posted a video about this the differences between google and chat gpt and i was kind of shocked how much people said they liked google i can tell you the last time i went on google to be honest really? I, I go on chat gpt however if you do like the combination of google and chat gpt then you're going to want to go into this ai software and again it's called perplexity and this is really where google meets chat gpt it gives you answers and it also gives you the sources as to where they got the answers. So you could click on the link and go to the actual the web website. Page. Yes. Okay. So it really depends on your comfort level. Um, but that's something I would highly recommend. I'm going to talk about this because this has actually come up quite a bit um, with an annoyance for people. So you have professionals and entrepreneurs that may join, um, you know, different sorts, different types of meetings. Um, there's an AI software called Crisp that actually removes the background noise. So like a dog barking or a baby crying. So even as we're filming this right now and you may have a dog or even your phone goes off, yeah. you can actually download Crisp and it actually removes all of those annoying sounds that Whoa. may pop up in your video. Okay, dope, I'm gonna need that. <laughs> um, so something else just to help out the the writers, uh, Compose AI. Um, AI is a writing software. It actually helps you cut down your writing by 40%. This is actually something that I use right now. Mm-hmm. So ChatGPT is good but you're giving it prompts, right? But what if you want to rely on your own human intelligence, right? And you still want to kind of have some sort of background with it where you can create it. You can actually go onto this website and you'll be able to actually have it write things for you. And you can actually, you know, give it a few words and it can start to develop different types of um, uh, blogs and and books. Um, I also want to talk to the individuals that love music mm-hmm. um there's a platform right now called supertone ai it generates music voices and sounds so very similar to that ghostwriter that okay. we have right now AI that's Drake. making exactly so if you're really into producing these exclusive sounds that's a platform that you i would highly recommend and those that actually want to start creating content but don't want to put their face in front of a camera or just don't have the time there's mm-hmm. an app called dd.com where you can actually go on it you just film your face for about a few seconds and then it starts to create content with your face. Really? Yes. And it'll have you speaking as well. Absolutely. Wow. Um, and my last thing here is Mid Journey. Oh my gosh. Mid <laughs> Mid Journey has been something that has really changed the game for me, honestly. You can actually put in a few text words and it generates beautiful pictures, high high quality high pixels. Quality. Um, have you been able to use <laughs> yes, it? Yes, yeah, yes. it's just like honestly a game changer. Now it cannot understand words, but where you can actually make make a uh, you know a logo. Actually, you asked me what jobs are are going to be taken. This graphic is designers. Graphic designers. But there are they've already been on the uh, on the way out because of Canva. Actually, my second business that I created. I spent about fifteen hundred dollars for my logo. Wow! Yeah, you don't never have to do that now. That right now, <laughs> I just designed my logo for Futuric. Ten dollars a subscription, not mm. even a not even a day or per logo. That's yeah. what I pay per month. Wow! And it actually just generated my logo. So there goes 
Upwork. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody re- yeah, knows know. Upwork. Yeah, I know Upwork. Yeah. Um, so you don't the have fivers to, are super absolutely. But on the flip note, if you yeah. actually want to be a millionaire, I would actually go onto these websites now and start to present yourself as a local designer because mm-hmm. now you can go to Mid Journey and create these <laughs> yeah. win win for everybody, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm always thinking like, okay, how can I make money off of this? And I think that's the mindset that people need to have. Hundred percent. Don't be afraid of it. Start to think about how can I make money off of this because the more that you're afraid and running away from it the ones that are actually running towards it yeah. those are where they we're going to have the millionaires yeah. coming out yeah. of, right out of our, our culture and our, our and also society. too if you're i believe if you're afraid of it you're going to be a consumer of it regardless absolutely right so i think that you should like step into it like you said spend an hour a day learn mm-hmm. something new about it and um build on your skills absolutely absolutely so i always like look at what what are the habits that what are the habits? What are your habits in a daily basis? And start to, like people always say to me, oh, I have no time. Mm-hmm. But when we actually break down what they're doing in their time, sometimes we get lost in our phone for an hour. We're like, okay, I'm going to spend like five minutes on social media. Just I'm just going to quickly check in. But an hour goes by and you're still actually scrolling. That's artificial intelligence, that whole like habit there. So you really have to start to dig deep within you know, what you're doing on a daily basis and start to shift gears. Instead of being afraid of things, like I remember... 2000 people were afraid of the internet. My, I remember the day my dad was like, turn off all the computers. <laughs> yeah, Everything's Y2K. Good, right? <laughs> Y2K. It's not a time to be afraid of things. Mm-hmm. It's a time to actually run towards it. And this is actually good for anybody that's listening. When you actually see people running towards or away from things, that's the best time to run towards it. It's almost like the stock I like market. That. I like that. I like when people that. are not, you know, uh, buying that's mm-hmm. the best time to buy type 100%. of thing so i always say that run towards things when people are running away because you're going to be the first right to be able to start to leverage this technology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i want to talk about a little bit about your video that you posted and i felt like it was so needed and it was so raw <clears> and it was so <throat> honest and it was something uh, along the lines and correct me if i'm wrong of course um if you're if you have a business and you're not making money you have uh, you actually have a hobby can you elaborate on that? Absolutely. Because we need to hear the truth about mm-hmm. behind that message. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so I got a lot of messages actually from that where people were just like, there are a lot of mixed messages about it. And I think the delivery, yes, it, it, it was harsh, but it was needed. And it was, it was very needed. If you, if your business is not giving you an income, then it is just a hobby. And when we actually think about hobbies, like you'll, you'll have somebody that collects coins as an example, Mm -hmm. you're not making any money off of this. And we have to really realize what is business? Business is about making money. It's about profitability. And if you're saying to me, you have a business, but when I look at your spreadsheet, you're at a negative and even $0, then this is not, to me, this is not a business. This is a hobby. So I had to post it because I need people to be radically shift. We need to radically shift our mindset because if we want to have wealth for our family, if we want to have an illumination where we're bringing money in or even becoming a multimillionaire, we have to really look at this, the stuff that we're doing here. If you are producing like a skincare line, like I had somebody that I was talking to that has a skincare line, but it's been about four years since she's actually seen any money. Ooh, that's then what are we money. doing yeah, here? That's a long time. And actually when I came in here and I was talking to you on my podcast, yeah. you know, these stuff are a lot of, like, yes, you have to put the work in first, right? Yes. I, I want people to understand the context behind it. You have to put the work in, yes. And you have to generate momentum within your build your your business, but after you know a year and and a two years, three years, and you're not producing any money. Something's wrong. Something's up. You gotta you gotta take a step back and start to analyze what you're doing, mm-hmm. because a lot of us, you know, we have to have strategies within our business and just within even our lives in general. If you don't have a strategy on how you're gonna make money, then you need to pause. And it's okay to tap in advisors and it's okay to tap in consultants and it's okay to even go to people that's actually making money to try to figure out, okay, what, what is the missing piece here? But we have no time as a culture because this is the black is the new rich. Mm. We have no time as a culture to be sitting down and playing with our thumbs and, and building these businesses that is not generating any money because it's not going to move your your, fi- your family into a particular financial situation. So that's what I mean. And I've actually been saying this for probably over a decade. Wow. 
Wow. Um, that was actually one of my first messages when I did my first speaking event was that what start to analyze what you're doing within your business, look at your strategy, start to evaluate what's making sense, what's not making sense. Another thing is just like with our spending habits as a, as a culture, if we don't know how much we're spending in our business and, and if we don't know, and we're not tracking these things, um, and we don't even know our profit margin. What, like, what are we doing Yeah, here? what are we doing? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We need to know all these things inside and out. It's okay to have a, a, an idea and a dream, but it needs to make money and it needs to be scalable. That's mm-hmm. another thing. So earlier in our conversation, we spoke about people working in the business and not on it. That's a scalability issue. How do you scale with just one person? 100%. Real talk. Like if we actually talk about this, um, I actually worked for a tech company and they used me to scale out a particular department. The only way for me to do that was to hire on more people. I can't do it by myself. And Mm -hmm. this is something that we need to realize as a culture. And sometimes we get timid to have people work in our business because we're like the crabs in a bucket mentality. We're afraid that they're going to take our vision. But actually, somebody gave me a reality check many years ago. We need to start developing relationships where we have people coming into our business and helping us. They may not be there. And and I say this, people always, uh, it's good to realize that people in your business have to be there for a season. Mm-hmm. So they can be there for a moment or they can be there for longevity, but you really have to analyze, okay, why am I bringing this person in? You need to have people in your business helping you. What is it to spend, um, what is the minimum wage, $16 now? Yeah. What I'm is it sure. to spend an hour giving somebody $16 just for them to help you be able to go and do something else with your time? Yes, yes. So this is an issue that we're having right now. We have way too much businesses popping up especially small businesses, especially within the black community where we're so passionate about there, our There's service. a lot of passion projects for sure. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not a nonprofit that you're building. You're building, again, <laughs> yeah. we're building a business yeah. here. So facts, we have to analyze facts, that. Facts. Everything I do, every business that I've done, it's always been the focus. And some, some, somebody was like, oh, Adrena, why are you always focused on money? And for those that believe in God, God doesn't want us to live a life that is mediocre. Mm-hmm. God actually created this whole world, if you believe in this, in seven days. Mm-hmm. So he wants us to be a, have the life of abundance. abundance. Yep. But let's just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like some people are like, oh, money's bad. It's the root no. of all evil. No, 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 honey, honey, honey. <laughs> money will give you options. And because money kind of runs the world when we say cream, right? That rap song, yeah, Cream. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you got to really think about it. God wants the best for you. And what does that mean? Education, knowledge, learning consistently, and trying to set yourself in, in a position of abundance, creating opportunities for yourself. That's what God did. Mm-hmm. He created the whole world in seven days. 100%. And actually, I was teaching my son this the other day, and he's like, Mommy, God really did this? I'm like, yeah, that's an <laughs> example that he doesn't want you to be basic. Yeah. <laughs> he wants you to be a leader. He wants you to be a CEO. He wants people to own their own business. A creator. Right? And be a millionaire. What is wrong to say that? Mm-hmm. Right? I believe that we're in a place right now through artificial intelligence where we can definitely leverage things and become a multimillionaire, not just a millionaire. Mm-hmm. A millionaire now is nothing. Mm-hmm. We need to be now thinking about multimillionaire levels, billion how do we become a billionaire, right? Those are type of the things that that I want us to kind of get to the level of. Actually, you saying all that kind of reminds me of what 19 I heard 19 Key say one time and he's like we got to um he said our something along the lines of our ego actually has to get bigger. And he said, because in our ancestors days, like they had big statures of themselves. So mm. just imagine how big their ego was to get something like that and to put something there. But we, everyone always tells us, be humble, be humble, be quiet. Shh. Like, and he's, he was saying, no, let's, let's tap into our ego a little bit more so we can get more millionaires or billionaires. Absolutely. And actually something that I'm, I'm known for saying is we have to make some noise when we're doing things. Mm-hmm. Like Elaborate we, on that. We actually. don't have the time <laughs> to be sitting in our four corners. Um, and people wonder why their business is not successful or scaling is because you're not telling anybody what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it to go create content or go online and tell people about your business. Let's get out of our head. So 19 Keys is right. We need to build our ego up because we are giants. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Right? So let's start making noise when we're doing things. People are always like, nah, I'm gonna work in silence. I'm gonna move. And I'm saying, yeah, you should have a strategy about working in silence, but we are generations behind. We don't have any time. Yeah, we don't have time. 
to be working in silence. And it's really interesting. People would rather work in silence and just, and this has actually been a mindset change of mine for many years is people don't want to ask people about their opinions. And I'm not saying to ask everybody for their opinion, but you have to ask the right people for their opinions because you need it. It's just like you're driving a car. When you have a passenger in your car, they're actually there to see what the blind spots Mm -hmm. that you can't see. And it's just like a business. If you are creating a business plan and you're creating and you have this passion project that you're working on, what is it just to um, ping somebody and ask them for their opinion? You can't do this by yourself. We Mm -hmm. need as much people with a collective to come. Absolutely. And, And somebody actually came to me many years ago and says, who's your committee? You need to have a committee of people mm-hmm. um, that you can go and sit down with and say, again, I'm not working in silence here. I'm making noise when I'm doing things. I'm telling at least 10, 12 people what I'm doing to get their input to see, okay. And then you take it away and have that alone time with yourself and, and try to- extract the good information. Absolutely. So I like I said, we have no time to be working in silence. Now's the time to make some noise when you're doing things. Okay, amazing. I kind of want to go back to the AI thing for a second. Mm-hmm. Where are you um, sourcing your information when learning about AI? I think that's important as well. Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I've curated even down to my social media. And this is I'm going to say this again. You have to be careful what you click on on these social medias. Yeah. TikTok is the new the new, the new learning app. Mm-hmm. You can actually put anything into TikTok. And it, gen- it gives you videos on that subject. So where am I going for this information? I'm going to good resources. So I'm going to either Coursera, I'm going to Udemy, I'm taking courses with universities. I'm actually going to networking events. I'm at, I'm literally at every networking event. Honestly, oh, really? yeah, really? people are always like, why are you going to so much networking events? Because the amount of knowledge that you get versus sitting on your couch at home, you are out and about. You can actually have... And when I go to these networking events, I actually have intention as to why I'm going is if I'm going to an AI event, I'm writing down questions that I need answered and why not go where the leaders are, Mm. right? So I'm going out, I'm networking with individuals. And then also I'm after that, I'm I'm getting feedback after I'm, I'm looping them into what I'm doing. But the biggest thing is start to curate uh, you know, your day around learning. So whether that's ordering books, whether that's, I just bought another paper Kindle, Okay. Where I can get books right to my, um, I don't know if everybody's familiar with paper Kindle, but it's pretty much instead of reading it on your phone, it's 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 a, it's a nice technology. Like a tablet book kind of thing. It's like a tablet, but it's really good for those that are because I'm an advocate reader. I'm always reading, and sometimes you can get eye strain with okay. a lot of the mobile devices. So this actually is just paper, but okay. it's like in in like a nice beautiful technology that looks like a tablet. But you have to be consistently reading. Uh, we don't do an, enough reading. I agree. I agree. And actually, if you go to other countries, like London as an example, they're always listening to the news. They're always like learning something. So when I come back to like for Canadians, especially black Canadians, because that's who your audience is, we have to read. Mm-hmm. We need to pick up books. We need to be like, I love your bookshelf. Like you have so much <laughs> books over here. You have to, you, you have to be reading. Mm-hmm. That's where I get my information from. Um, people ask me how I was able to develop such a knowledge for artificial intelligence because I actually became intentional about wanting to know the knowledge. Absolutely. Exactly. So you can become intentional with your learning. Mm-hmm. What is it to go online and just to Google, even go on chat? No, go on chat GPT yeah. right now and ask it. What are the top sources or resources that I should tap into to learn more about artificial and intelligence? And I'll give you a list. It gave me a whole, t- it gave me like 10 points. And every day I check mark off that 10, that list that it gave me originally. Mm-hmm. And I'm going through and I'm reading it. I took a course by a, a really big um, expert and I spoke about him earlier, Andrew Ng. Um, he's actually a great leader when it comes to artificial intelligence. So if you're looking right now and you're like, okay, where can I go to start? I would say start with his program. Okay. Um, he has um, different use cases on there, uh, business owners, small business owners, even if you're just looking for life and just in general, um, he teaches you everything that you need to know about artificial intelligence. And then after you're done, he he's actually created his course where it actually gives you recommendations after the courses as to what to take next. So okay. I mean, start to be bullish with your time. Yeah. 
Not everybody deserves your energy and your time. You need to start shifting the gears and start saying, you know what? Being and intentional. I, I literally do this. Like I put my phone on do not disturb. And some people get upset. Like, hey, I've been calling you for the last hour. <laughs> yeah. It's not important, <laughs> yeah, bro. Exactly. I'm here. Well, I'm learning right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I'm in my meditation state and learning, I, like I have an office at home, and I, once that door is closed, everybody knows I'm going into deep work. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, somebody recommended that book for me, and I recommend it to your audience: Deep Work. Um, because it really believes so a lot of the successful individuals have a time where they spend about a week um, um, just learning and going into deep work, mm-hmm. removing themselves from social media, removing themselves from technology and all these distractions and focusing on either on reading or, or going into a course and just taking that deep work and learning. So that's going to be my next book. Yeah, Thank usually my, around my birthday, I've developed actually a tradition of mine for the last 12 years is on my birthday, I'm I'm going into deep work. Wow. Wow. Because I need to create strategies for my life that allows for profitability and wealth. And and I'm I don't have any time during my birthday. Um I lock off time. I also go for a beautiful hike. Mm-hmm. Um an abundance hike is what I call it where I write down in my journal of where I want to see myself. Amazing. And we need to stop, we need to start doing this. Stop living your lives on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And uh, elaborate, please. Get off of doing the same <laughs> things over and over again. Fair, fair. Some of us have gone into a routine of life, waking up, we do the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Waking up, making breakfast, going into work, doing the same thing over and over again. That's what I mean, we're on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Disrupt your, your space right now. Stop doing the same thing because, like I said, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're not. You're, not, you're actually you're not even staying the same. You're getting worse. Yeah, you know, my dad, he's a Jamaican man, and um, <laughs> for those that are Jamaican, knows that Yardi men are very, uh, you know, interesting. Stuck in their ways. Not really stuck in their ways. I'm actually mm-hmm. going to tell you a story. I remember one day uh, my dad came down from Jamaica and he gave me about I think it was like four, th- four or five books, and he said, "Stop being a zombie." Interesting. And I said, what are we talking about, Dad? Why are you saying that? He, he just he said a lot of people are just kind of walking aimlessly. Yeah. Right? And or, when or he started life. to educate me on it, that was when I had a radical shift when I was younger. Like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I don't want to be a zombie. Mm-hmm. I want to get off autopilot. I just want to do what everybody's doing. And the only way to do that is through reading. So my dad actually introduced me to reading at a very oh, young that's age. that's amazing, amazing. And it, his technique wasn't the greatest. <laughs> um, but it still resonated. But it still resonated. And and from that, I appreciate I appreciate what he did for me because he gave me some books that they were beyond my time, but I was able to read it and understand it and just grow and learn. And I, I always appreciated learning from there. And some people will go to school and be like, okay, I'm done school, I'm done learning. But actually when you finish school, that's when learning actually really starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a, a life learner, then that's why I say you're on autopilot. 100%. Because even me, like I've I've been vulnerable about it before, is that I actually dropped out. And as soon as I dropped out, I became an advocate learner. Like mm-hmm. I love to learn. I love to read. And uh, while I was in school, I never liked to do any of these right. things. But now, like if you even ask him, I'm, I'm always learning. I'm always in, in taking some new information or just working on something. Yeah. And actually, you made a good point. It's education. Artificial intelligence is going to change education. Yo, Actually, yeah. if we think about it, so education right now is, uh, you know, prompting a lot of these younger individuals to get ready for the work field. But the work field is being taken over by artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. So what does that really look like now for like even my son, who's nine? I'm trying to envision 15, 20, 30, 40 years from now. What does the workforce look like? So people used to put down college dropouts. And I I actually, I think I was before my time. I used to tell people um, that this little paper that you have, that that won't get you. Yeah. It's about experience. 100%. So um, we're at a point right now, and this may be another topic for another day, but it's like looking at education, looking at going to school. What does this really look like for the future now that we have artificial intelligence? What does human intelligence look like Mm -hmm. when... I don't even have to be a subject matter expert in anything. I can just go, I can go on chat GPT and now I'm a subject matter expert. Yes. Oh, yes. you want a business plan? Sure. Let me do it. Chat yeah. GPT. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have to have it up here. Um, but that's where you, like I said, we really have to appreciate, okay, what is coming and how do you really get ahead of the curve? So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I feel like even like uh, you just said, like, you don't have to be the subject expert, mm-hmm. but one thing that we do have to be, uh, great at is 
asking questions Absolutely. and being intentional to, to knowing what we want. Yeah. Because if you don't ask the uh, great questions, then these things can't prompt you for success either. Absolutely. So you have to really, and that was a course that I actually uh, recently took as a prompt engineer. Because mm -hmm. people are asking, okay, so what am I studying if I'm not studying customer service and all these, and I'm not getting these jobs? Then you have to shift gears. And prompt engineer is is a huge thing that I would recommend everybody starting to learn. Is because you made a valid point. If you don't have the knowledge to prompt these these platforms, these AI softwares, then it's actually going to spit out nothing. Exactly. If you give it nothing, it's going to give you nothing. So why not try to master being a prompt and engineer? And what that prompt is is pretty much that question that you're giving that really smart friend that we spoke about, that mm. robot. So if you don't know how to speak to it, it will not know how to speak back to you. So you have to have a level of human intelligence, absolutely. But start to shift gears and learn about these things. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Well, Edwina, uh, I'm going to ask you two questions that okay. we ask everybody on the podcast. And the first one, you don't have to say any names. What is the best advice that you've received? And what is the worst advice you received? Okay, so let me start with the worst advice. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I used to, and I still kind of do, I work in the insurance industry. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was first coming in the industry, somebody said to me, um, don't try to stick out. Don't try to, because I, I, I work, and let me take a step back. It was a male-dominated industry. Mm -hmm. And I would be sometimes the only one the only female, the only black female showing up in these spaces. And I remember somebody says, don't try to be extra. Don't try to be unique. Uh, don't even try it. Try to be like Bob. <laughs> yeah, so I actually went through a few years trying to be like Bob. Mm -hmm. And one day I realized that wasn't working for me. Mm -hmm. So that was actually the worst advice and probably the best advice I got because it made me realize that being you, that is what is your power being authentically you, showing up as you, that is your power. And nobody can take that away from you. So when you are going in as the only, take up space and don't be afraid to be you. Talk how you wanna talk. Like sometimes we change our, our mechanisms and how we how we show up because we wanna fit in, right? And that was something that I tried to do for many years and it was just draining because I wasn't showing up authentically as myself. I wasn't talking like myself right mm -hmm. i wasn't being myself so that was probably the worst advice um that i ever got and uh, one of the best advice um i, I ever got is um you know like i, I want to go back to this because this actually came in through a conversation is read be a life learner and i'm gonna i'm, I'm honestly gonna keep talking about this i is, love that I that love was that. one of the best advice i ever got ever in my life is that never stop learning. I love that. I love And that. that will allow you to never be stagnant in life because once you stop learning, then you become stagnant. 100%. So and those even are two things. to your stagnant point, I do believe that people like, I think I've said this earlier, is that people do not stay the same. They either uh, progress or mm -hmm. they get worse. Yeah. And if you're not learning, then you are getting worse. Actually, if we look at the universe um, and we look just if we take plants, um, what happens to plants is they're always growing, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything around us is always growing. So we have to look at this. Mm -hmm. The universe and God naturally wants us to grow. Mm -hmm. And if you're not learning and if you're just becoming stagnant, then what are you doing? Then you're, you're dying. dying. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. Like this, this is a real <laughs> yeah. thing. Like I started really thinking about this. Like if you're not watering your soil or your grass you're dying you're dying and that's the same thing when we're looking at being a human you know these tablets these technology goes through so much software updates when was the last time that you had a software update in your brain Ooh. no like real talk yeah facts we're running to these laptops oh we got to do this update yeah but when was the last time that you did an update in your brain Ooh. So if, again, we're, I'm going to say this really clearly. I like that one. <laughs> if you are not watering yourself, you're not growing, you're dying. Jeez. And people say I'm too harsh, but this is just yeah. this is what it is. <laughs> I don't sugarcoat anything. This is what it is, right? So I love that. I love that. Um, last question. Uh, on this uh, podcast, we like to make predictions, right? Okay. So uh, in five years, <clears throat> I want to say, Edwina did say she was going to do that. Where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh. <laughs> Multi-millionaire. Ooh. Okay. Absolutely. Five years, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. 
Um, and then I'm also going to allow other multimillionaires to be born from me. I love that. Um, so I'm a, I'm a multiplier naturally. So what that means is I, uh, if I'm on the elevator going up, mm -hmm. I'm bringing everybody up with me. I love that. So and we need I'm, that. Absolutely. So that's, if that's where I'm going to be in five years, where I'm going to be a multimillionaire bringing other people up as well. So that's where I see myself. And um, I also see myself having uh, massive, massive success in five years. So yeah, that's where I see myself. I love that. I Le love legend that. in the making. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, just let everybody know how they can reach you. If you want to let them know what you got going on again, let, let them know everything. Absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram at Edwina McKinnon and please share my handles after. Yes, yes, yeah. um, but you can follow me on uh, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, another great place is LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is probably my hub spot. Um, so that's where you can find me. I do have a podcast, like I mentioned, and a TV series called Move Her Forward. And uh, you can actually follow me there as well, where um, I believe in actually the opposite of emotions. I believe in creating strategies for women and empowering them to create their own strategies in their life. So you can also follow me there. Um, but um, I'll share my email after as well. But if you want to send me a quick email, I do consulting and coaching around artificial intelligence and um, my company, Future IQ, that's going to be launching soon. Um, you'll be able to kind of find me on all those social media platforms. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, Edwina, honestly, I want to say thank you for coming through. I know you're a busy person. Um, I genuinely enjoyed this conversation because it's needed and it's the first time we talked about artificial intelligence. And I just love your bluntness and rawness because it's, it's, <laughs> it's neat. It's definitely needed in our community. Um, it's time for a shakeup, especially in Canada and Toronto. Mm -hmm. I do see the shift happening. Um, but we constantly need that uh, shakeup. So thank you. No problem. Well, thank you for having me. Love no. the initiative. All Keep right. doing thank what you. you're doing. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate it.